This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Hotbody Dawson. Pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney. So what? Welcome along. It's the Monday morning episode. But if you are an IFS subscriber, you'll get this on Sunday evening. If you are um, not, you can get it on Monday morning. It comes out on your usual uh, podcast app. But also, for the very first time, this episode will be going out uh, from 6am on Monday on YouTube and you'll be able to watch us recording it's like the Wizard of Oz where the the curtain comes back and see the the little prick who is the Wizard of Oz um, doing what he does uh, making the magic happen and you'll be able to see that for real except there's not one wizard there's two of us but we are both pricks fair enough Sam yeah but the difference is with the Wizard of Oz is that he was masquerading as someone who knew what he was doing, which, in our defence, we have never done. We've no, never professed we've to be anything to be other than pricks. Yeah. Uh, if anything, <laughs> yeah. if anything, my, I, I, I live in fear of anyone finding out that we are in some way secretly professional and that, in fact, it was all an yeah. act. It was an act. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. uh, Dean Martin... He used to have apple juice in his whiskey glass, didn't he? And his whole thing was, oh, I'm a bit That's drunk. Right. Oh, I'm and a bit drunk and shambolic. Drunk, but in fact, yeah. it was forensically choreographed and rehearsed. Yeah. Uh, so, you know. I think later on he would get drunk afterwards and, and act the prick. Yeah. But not when he was on stage. No, when he was on stage. So that's, that's but good. I can guarantee that uh, whilst neither of us are drunk, we are every bit as unprofessional as we sound. And hopefully that will come across even more strongly now that you can see us in action. Uh, as, so- as Winston Churchill said in his podcast, that we, we, we neither of us are drunk, but in the morning we will still be incredibly handsome. <laughs> That's it. Like that, I think that was it. Exactly. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. The Winston Churchill was, podcast. They put, they put them out, didn't they, during the war? They put a podcast out every three do, times a week. He used to do one with Lord Halifax. It was like a sort of, it, yeah. was, it was bantery and they, they invented it to keep, the spirits and morale of the British people at. So they'd play it yeah. in the tube stations yeah. during the Blitz. It would just be pumped out in That's speakers. Right. And they'd do funny things. Yeah. They'd do impressions um, of characters. Pop- yeah. yeah, like all of that sort of stuff. They the, the sideways look at the, the, the week's news and the newspapers. Yeah. And they'd also, kind of thing. they'd also do a game where they, they'd list all the big battles that was going on in continental Europe that weekend and they'd predict yeah. who would win. <laughs> battle prediction the that's right yeah. allies and of the course it was his main rival yeah his main rival of course was the podcast by Lord Ho Ho yeah which oh, came yeah. from Germany yeah, well, yeah that was that was beamed in I think he had um, PG Woodhouse was his regular guest I think on yeah, there yeah those fuckers um, he, was, t- he took the was... Lord Ho Ho coin <laughs> old Woodhouse didn't he <laughs> yeah uh, should we reveal that we're taking the coin by putting this uh, putting this episode on YouTube I will tell you this we are not working for Nazis no way. We're not working for nothing either. That's true. Now, uh, there's some. There's a lot of things that have been burning inside of me because we've just come off the back of a three-week break. Can you deliver that line again, but in song, please? There are many things that are burning inside of me. We're off the back of a three-week break. 
I was I was thinking it was gonna be. It felt more like a, a soul kind of line. There are lots of things that uh, have been burning inside of me. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. It, you're right. right. You're right. That sounded better. Um, okay. When I was, uh, I can't remember how it came up, but I was telling my kids they were like, "What? What were? You, what was your favourite kid when you show when you were very little?" And I said, "Well, the first show I remember being bang into, like one of my earliest earliest memories." was uh, watching a show called Animal Crackers, right? Um, right. Which was... Is that Crackers with a K? Yeah. Uh, and it was oh, actually with a K and a W, mate. Quackers. Animal Quackers. I think that's it, yeah. Fuck. So that, it came back to me like these things do something. You know, like latent memories, not like a, abuse, right? Although, there, you know, but there was... You were a memory that's buried, and because you you get older and your brain's filled with so much, some of them get buried deep, and then something triggers it. Mm. And I said, "Oh yeah, animal crackers." I remember in our first house in Brentford, and I I used to my memory is I was always naked, right? Because when you're a kid, you're naked a lot. At least I was, yeah. right? Um, yeah, and, I, I wasn't. All oh, right, continue. I, I, yeah, like wandering at not like when I was like five, six. I'm talking about I would have been a toddler, right? Or I must have been a bit older because I remember I could speak and I would wander around yeah. the house. The reason, One of the reasons I remember being naked all the time was I got a hernia when I was a kid. And the yeah. first I knew of it was I came downstairs naked in quite a lot of pain and all my brothers were sitting mm. there watching the watch and that, eh, oh, look, oh. and it's a really vivid memory because when you're that age, people, especially people who you kind of love and respect, suddenly yeah. are all acting in like abject disgust and trying to run away disgust from you like, you're, like yeah. you're a monster. That really like scares you. So, you're like, what the fuck's going on? So was there a big lump then? Was, it, was was a big pr- it was protrusion. a protrusion, protruding lump from mm. my groin, the shape and size of an egg. Right. An egg in its shell. Do they I call, that, mean, do like they call a that a goiter? Right. Is that the right word I'm looking for? Uh, they call, like, they call it, it a goiter. And, and it protruded out, and they were they were freaking out, and they were disgusted. Google that. And I and I and um, then my mum goes, "Oh fucking hell, what's going on?" Ah, she didn't know what it was. We went to hospital. They said he's got a fucking hernia here, and uh, the, the hernia would suddenly be provoked, like, and it would happen at school. So, like, something, maybe I was doing some vigorous playing that day, and suddenly it would rise. It would rise like Godzilla rose from the sea. It would would come out to play. It would pop its head out of its That's what it was like. And when when it came out, it was excruciating and I would suddenly just drop oh, in the playground and I'd, for be going, everyone. I'd be going ah, ah, riding in agony and they called my mum luckily yeah. my mum worked near the school at Science Centre which you'll remember from previous stories Science Centre we discussed that the, the Perspex yeah. factory right and she would come across and she rushed me to the hospital and at the hospital there was a doctor I think he was some sort of hernia consultant and he was able to massage my groin back into submission. Right? <laughs> I know that sounds dodgy, okay. but I, these are very early vivid no, memories. He was, he was like, a medical man. I'm sure it was legit. They, they rushed me in. I was like, ah, ah, ah. And he'd just like massage mm-hmm. it. And slowly it would go back into its hidey hole until eventually. Yeah, they it would be defeated. 
defeated. And eventually they performed and surgery. By a medical man. They performed yeah. surgery. I, and I don't know if you I, heard because the connection dropped a bit there. Oh. Mm. But I, I asked whether it was re- referred to as a goiter. I've heard the word goiter no, before. No, I've but never I've just heard googled that word. it, and the oh, go- yeah. a goiter is—it's actually a swelling in the neck resulting oh. from an enlarged thyroid gland. Right. No, um, I've, I've never had that. I, and yeah, I'll, I'll show you it. There's one there. Have a look at that. I don't know what oh, bit of that we're, we're meant to be focusing on, but that's a goiter. Have you googled groinal hernia? Uh, I haven't yet. I'll do it now. Googling stuff's obviously an integral part of this podcast as we do it. Uh, Is groinal a word? No, no, I just made it up. I don't think it is. Fatty tissue or part (laughs) of your bowel, even. Mm, Fatty Um, tissue. pokes, Pokes through into your groin at the top of your inner thigh. It pushes through a weak spot. Yeah. in the surrounding muscle wall into oh. an area called the induinal canal. Fucking hell. Honestly, I'm feeling the go. pain just thinking. Very delicate. Uh, but it came in handy because I was uh, I was only six when I had that operation and it kind of made it better. Although the tissue mm. in that area of the groin remained quite delicate for many years afterwards. And then when I was oh. 12, you'll recall the story of... Well, you'll definitely recall the story of how it was discovered that I had one undescended testicle, right? I'm not, I'm not yes. going to go tell that one again. It'll take up too much time, but it was discovered. Go back through the archive. Yeah. I, I Especially was not dis- on camera. No, but it was discovered when I was 12 years old, and it was a popular story. It is a popular story, so it is yeah. worth going back to the archive, but it was discovered during a coffin drop that I had an undescended testicle. So I got referral for that. This is six years later. But the, the doctor said, right, do you want the good news or the bad news? And my mum would have been, give us the bad news. You go, we're going to have to, it's stuck. Sometimes they get stuck. They're there, but there's a little bit of like muscle or tissue blocking mm. its descent. It's dropping to the ball bag, right? Yeah. So what we're going to yeah. have to do is we're going to have to open him up and we're literally going to have to tap the, the gonad through the hole. Mm-hmm. Tap, tap, right? And I'm like thinking, well, that is not going to be pleasant, is it? I mean, imagine being kicked in the balls. You think there could be nothing more painful. But what if someone actually opened your body and went directly for the testicle? I mean, without, without, sorry, cookies, not liking this. Can you hear the dog? I can hear the dog, yeah. The dog's outside the Vita Modular going mental. Okay. Hopefully my son's going to deal with it. Anyway, so the... I was, I was just going to say, just as an aside, of course, as we all know, mm. when um, when the testicles do descend, yeah. each testicle makes the sound of an old-fashioned cash register. Yeah. And that's how yeah. you know yeah. that it, it's, it's, it's cool. And my, my mum had been listening at... Like yeah, that. That's it. But there should be two. And my mum... Yeah, had, my you mum had, only heard one. My yeah. mum had been listening at the at the bedroom door. Yeah, that's there the second it is. There's one. both of them now. Did you record? Is that... that represents both of my testicles? Oh right, okay. And so, um, <laughs> I uh, so I, I'd only had the one kaching, and they said, right, we're going to mm. open you up. We're going to knock the testicle down. And I was like, right, that is bad news. How can there be good news? Uh, they good... said, knock them down, knock it down. Yeah, tap tap, down it goes. Imagine right. this thing. Imagine like marble run or something like that, right? There's like, mm. it's up, the, the, the gonads start in basically like above, they they grow 
in like your groinal area, right? Don't they not begin just below the nipples? Uh, maybe, yeah, maybe they, they go down. all the way down, and there's like like, a, like in mouse trap. There, there, it's like mouse trap, right? And uh, and uh, they go down, and this one got stuck. But the good thing was was that they said because you've had that hernia operation, we can see you had a hernia operation. We can see that the scar's still there faintly. I'm going, that's right. I had it six years ago. It was a nightmare. And they said, well, good news. We can open up the same scar and reach your right. ascended testicle through that. So that's, that's going to be our point of access. And I was like, well, that's, that's right. not good. That's good news for you, maybe. Because you're saying, oh, it makes our job easier. Oh, there's already a fucking opening there. We'll be in and out. And hopefully we'll be home in time to watch fucking Corey, right? Yeah, Easy for you. But yeah, that is good. You that fucking lazy surgeon. For me, it makes no difference. What I'm hearing is you're opening up an old scar that's been healing for six mm. years and it hasn't been pleasant. Wait for that deal. You're open just as it's healed, just about, you're gonna open it up and set about my gonads from the inside. They go, Yeah, that's yeah. right. So that's what they did. That was another stay in hospital. And I can't tell you, Andy. When I came round, right, when eventually the painkillers and the anaesthetic wore off, it was, well, it was simply like, imagine you'd been kicked 50 times in the bollocks by someone wearing steel cap Dr. Martins. That's what it felt like. And that's what it looked like. And and it was my 12th birthday, right? And I oh, remember no. I couldn't do it. I, for my 12th birthday, I lay on the sofa and I had to lie with my legs out in the Y shape. I'm not joking. Right? <laughs> and my, my balls were every fucking colour of the rainbow, like purple, green, oh, wow. yellow, umbel, like the scene. I, if I'd had a camera phone, it's, I wish I'd taken a picture of them because it, it was no, you wouldn't believe what they looked like. It was unreal. A little bit like, like. Um, a, li a little bit like Chelsea's new hologram badge. Yeah, I was yeah. Going to mention that a bit actually, later when I was watching All the game the earlier, I thought that looked like my testicles when I was twelve That's years my old. Testicles there on my twelfth birthday, yeah. and uh, so that but, was horrible. But, but but there were but you you talking plural? There was two. There was two for the first time. You had two. I had two. And what, what better birthday gift could you have on your twelfth birthday and than a second testicle? And the most amazing thing was was that when all the painkillers had worn off. And the uh, and a second one when I finally could speak, I opened my mouth and I'm like, hmm. oh fucking hell! Oh, we see the state of well, my bollocks, man. Yeah, yeah, of course, that's what happens. Oh, mum, you seen the state of my fucking bullshit? It looks like a fucking psychedelic <laughs> hologram. It's a Joseph's fucking technicolor drink, oh. <laughs> She's like, who's that? It's me, Sam. <laughs> Oh, you sound different. Yeah, it's because he's finally <laughs> dropped. <laughs> State of it, I wish it could have stayed up there. Um, yeah, so... Okay. Give me a can of Kestrel. Anyway, that is... Fucking gasping. That's that's not the point. Oh, my shift starts at Billingsgate in four hours. I need to get some fucking shut-eye. <laughs> <laughs> I, that, the point of this story... That was that was a yeah. tangent because what happened was that just reminded me like I used to wander around naked when I was a kid, and I remember yeah. standing. I would stand in front of the telly to watch my favourite shows when I was a kid because I would act them out. I'm sure we spoke about that as well. You didn't just watch TV; you act. You acted TV. You joined out. in. 
Like the best yeah. one for that was Hong Kong Fui. You watch the opening titles of Hong Kong the Fui be- and you'd just yeah. fucking do or, all of or, Hong Kong Fui's Kung Fu moves, wouldn't you? Or, or if it was like the A-Team on Night Rider, when it was yeah. finished, like me and my brother would then play the uh, A-Team yeah. on Night oh, Rider. Yeah. Specifically... Specifically, the fight scenes at the yeah, end. Yeah, yeah, My my brother always still oh, complains. Sure, sure. My brother Dom still complains about how much I annoyed him to play Dick Turpin. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell! You're always on about it. Dick, I'll play Dick Turpin with me. Play Dick Turpin with me. But like, he would have been like sixteen. He's like, I don't want to play Dick Turpin, <laughs> right? But but without Animal Quackers, I loved it, right? And I was telling my kids about it, and mm. I was like. Oh, it was fucking amazing. It was like a band of animals, but they were like geezers, humans in animal outfits. And um, right. and, I, and I remembered the theme tune because it went like this. It went, um, animal quackers, animal quackers, bongo, rory, boots and twang. That was their names, right? So I show it, <laughs> I, I show it to my kids on youtube right and i've got to admit yeah it's even by the standards of like weird 70s kids shows it's fucking super duper weird right but it's also brilliant this spaceship it's like animation like comes onto the screen and and the animal crackers as they say their names twang. they come down like a fireman's pole which was my favourite bit I remember you know and it all comes out I remember that because I was I don't know if we've ever talked about fireman's poles but it feels like a potential deep dive not enough because we kid, yeah, when you're a kid, enough. it's like almost all you think about is going down a fireman's pole. Right? Yeah. How, how can I get access how to a fireman's pole? How can I get access yeah. to a fireman's pole? Yeah. And uh, so you go down. So they go down that, and I'm fucking going mental in front of the TV. Oh, they go down their fucking pole. Fireman's pole. Bongo, Rory, Butan, Twang. And then the theme tune, the bit that I didn't remember, but only remembered when I watched it back with my kids the other day. The fucking theme tune's amazing. It goes like this. Do you believe in rock and roll? Ba 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 Into the spaceship and off we go. Ba 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 And I'm like, fuck it, your stomach. It's like a it's like the glam rock era, basically. And that, that's what's happening. Yeah. You're, you're fucking stomping. I was stomping listening to it. And even my son then was like, that is a fucking banger. Then the show starts and it's the four of them, right? And they're all in like these fucking outfits. The lead singer is is legitimately the scariest children's character ever conceived of. It's a gigantic. I'm looking at the fucker now. He's yeah, like a blue, blue lion. That's lion Rory. man. That, that's Rory. He's like a big yeah. lion man. But the outfits are British show and it's quite low budget and the outfits look really threadbare. They look like the sort of outfits that if you go to a soft play, there used to be a soft play near us called Eddie Cats, and when you went there like Eddie Cat would come out once every hour. You could just see him like Krusty the Clown putting his fucking hat on, his Eddie Cat. Here I come. Fucking hell, is it? Is Slap that, on a smile, do it again. Has it come round again? What, it's an hour already? Oh, fucking hell, hang on, let me just finish this snout. Right, come on then, you cunts. Yeah, I'm Eddie Cat. Go right. around. But like, if you got close to Eddie Cat, the fucking outfit looked so old, it was like stained threadbare yeah. you know like bits smell a bit of tobacco and coffee sort of thing and uh, that's what these cunts look like on animal crackers but the lead singer rory he's got quite a skinny body if you're looking at a picture of him but his head 
is yeah. gigantic and it's like enormous. Mu- it's there. just the biggest That's sort the power of, of YouTube. Mutated. If you're watching on YouTube, you can sit there. I mean, fucking hell. But here's the thing about him, right? And then, like, one of them's a chimp. One of them's a cat with an eye patch. He was my favourite one. And I there's, think the other the one's... Chimp. The other one is, like, maybe a, a goat or something. Yeah, he's on the drums, the chimp. Well, there's two... They've got two drummers, like... Um, like the glitter band. Oh, I and don't... And there's... Um, who's that? Well, the eye patch. Yeah, yeah, that's my favourite one. Uh, yeah, I think that's supposed to be... He's the... He's the sec- he's, he was the totty of the band, the one that all the birds fancied, I imagine. Right, right yeah. But the only Rory one the lion, tw- tw- twang the monkey, bongo yeah. the dog, and yeah. boots the tiger. Yeah, that's it. Bongo, Rory, boots and twang. Right. And uh, then they just start, it starts, right, after this theme tune. And they're just in the studio. And they just do a cover version of, like, a classic. So if you go on YouTube, they you can see them and they do... Um, they're on YouTube, are they? They, they do Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds, Right. Fucking hell. Jalapeno. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you wouldn't be hearing this brief but annoying message if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clements each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash iron filings. Jalapeño. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Jalapeño. But here's the thing about Rory, the the blue lion. Do you see his mouth, right? See how he's got this big fucking weird mouth, a big tongue, and it's really scary, right? You can see that. Because the yeah. because it was so low budget and cheap, right? <laughs> his mouth doesn't move. So they're like, <laughs> he, he's singing Correct. Lucy in the Sky Diamonds, but his <laughs> mouth doesn't move at all. <laughs> right, <Love> which it. <laughs> makes it a scary spectacle 10 times as scary because he's dancing along like yeah. acting yeah I'm fucking singing this like really confident like I'm fucking singing this Lucy in the Sky Diamonds but his mouse never doesn't move once moving. and the others their mouths mm. don't even they're not even op- open at all but somehow the singing's coming out on another one they do Blockbuster who's that by The Sweet or something it's The Sweet yeah Blockbuster fucking hell uh, they do it and they do it all the way through right all the way through they don't it's not like we're going to do a fun little cover version and then go on to the next bit of the show they take it seriously right they do this whole song then when it ends fucking suddenly Rory sits down with a big storybook and he goes uh right do you want to hear a story right and he just reads a story which is a from a book what? about an adventure that they've all been on Right, him and the rest of his band. And is his mouth still not moving? Still not moving. While he's doing the story. Still not moving. Tell some fucking far-fetched story about what him and the rest of the band have been up to, right? The one I saw, he reckoned they're... A little bullshit. 
Yeah, he reckoned they'd found a falling star, like, in a park, right? And they'd yeah, somehow yeah, got it course. back into space, right? And then, when the story ends, they just do another song completely from beginning to end, <laughs> really serious, like, earnestly, an earnest performance. You get a strong sense that the actors were very frustrated rock stars and this was their thing. And then the show just ends. And watching it back, I remembered the, the visceral sort of excitement and joy that I got from watching this. I suppose it was like an early introduction to rock and roll. But the other thing I remember is yeah. this. Uh, you know, my brothers are all like around about a decade older than me. They're a generation older than me, right? So they were watching kids' mm. shows in the late 60s, early 70s. I was watching Animal Crackers in the late 70s, 10 years later almost, right? And they yeah. would walk past. And I remembered this. It came to me. I thought, there's something that sours my memory. What is it? There's something that sours my memory yeah. about this show. And I thought, I know what it yeah. is. There was another show like this. There was another show like it that was much more famous. And it was called Banana Splits. And it was from America. The Banana Splits, right? yeah, of course. The Banana Splits. And yeah. it was the same concept. They were a band. It was human men dressed in animal costumes and they were a rock and roll band, mm -hmm. right? And it was a bit like the monkeys. They all lived together in a house and got up to fucking silly japes, right? And my brothers, this is what I remember. My brothers would walk past me while I was dancing and singing and going wild in front of animal crackers. <laughs> and they would go, ah, oh, not this shit. It's just a cheap rip off of banana splits, right? And I would go, <laughs> I checked this with my mum when I saw her. I would go ape shit at them. Like, yeah. fuck yeah. off. No, it's fucking not. Right? And they'd go, yeah, it's fucking rubbish. Fucking Banana Splits is the best show ever. We used to watch that. This is like some fucking idiot's just done a rip-off of it and it's shit. No, it's not fucking shit. The best show. What the fuck do you fucking know? Fuck the Banana Splits. Ah, oh, shut up. You never even and seen you're, you're... the fucking Banana Splits. And, and you're naked at this point as well, I'm yeah? I'm fucking naked. My willy's flapping yeah. everywhere. Yeah, with fury. I've been all yeah. over. Like, my willy's furious. My hernia's probably yeah. fucking getting aggravated. It's probably what gave Throbbing. me the fucking hernia, yeah. right? Okay, yeah, fucking, yeah. stop fucking. If you don't fucking like it, you don't have to watch it. Fuck off then. Um, it's my telly time. It's my fucking telly time. Right, I'm telling my kids this and they're fucking pissing themselves, right? And I'm going, yeah, but think about it. Everyone's tribal about their TV shows when they're young, right? So my son, my son loves Brooklyn Nine-Nine. He's watching it right now. He loves it like mm. it's a religion. He loves it like as much as he loves West Ham. It's the same sort of level. And my daughter's the same Lovely. about Grey's Anatomy, right? And if someone mm. at that age, if someone doesn't like the show you're into, it makes you livid. Right, it's like it's like it's almost like football hooliganism. Like you'll fight someone who likes the rival show, and that's what I was like. Yeah. Anyway, with banana splits and animal my crackers. kids were like, "Is this really?" And then I they went to my mum's for lunch, and my older brother was there, and I wasn't. I couldn't go because I was working. And uh, they go, "I think someone's out." How's your dad? Oh yeah, he was telling us about a show called Animal Crackers. I said to my brother. Do you remember that show, Animal Crackers? He goes, no, no, I don't know. don't know what you're talking about. A bit, bit after my time. Yeah, it was Sam's show. Did Sam, Dad said he liked it growing up. And that you lot used to wind him up by saying it was rubbish. My brother feels like, I've got no memory of that. But my mum said, you did. You did. And, he, <laughs> he, and she, you bastards. She went, and he's always been very sensitive. And you used to play on that. And you, he, used to, he used to look forward to that show. 
It was his favourite moment of the week, <laughs> and you lot would all come in and you'd start slating it to him, and he would get so upset and angry, and it would cause a big argument. It, and my brother's like, is, I've got is no Is Ernie Edward Pop? Yeah. It is Willie Wood Flat. <laughs> that's why he's got. That's why he got his hernia from the stress of it. And my brother's like, I don't remember that. <laughs> and then my my kids go. He goes, what what was it anyway? And my kids go, oh, he showed it to us. It's like these um sort of men. And they're like dressed up in animal costumes doing rock and roll songs. And he's gone, oh yeah, like banana splits. And they're going, that's, the, that's what got him going. They've come home and told me this. They told me the whole story. When they said, oh, he said he didn't remember. But when we described the show, he said, do you mean banana splits? I was like, the cunt. The fucking cunt. No, not fucking banana splits. In the end, my kids have demanded to see Banana Splits on YouTube. So I said, yeah. all right, we'll fucking see And they preferred it. it. Then you can fucking be the judges, right? All right, fine, fine. Let's fucking have a fucking pipe at it, shall we? And then you can fucking yeah. decide. We've watched it, and clearly Banana Splits was a superior show. I mean, it was American. Yeah, yeah. It was American. Yeah. It looks like the yeah, compatibility. behind it. I mean, it's like they're on location, right? They're like in the opening yeah. titles. The Animal Crackers opening titles is like a really sort of cheap looking animation where they've not even coloured it in, right? But over on fucking Banana Splits, you know, like the opening of the monkeys. <laughs> they're driving around in that Jeep, aren't they? Yeah, they're driving in a Jeep. They're surfing. There's like, they're on the beach yeah. and there's, se- there's sexy Brilliant. women. There's sexy women. There's the Hollywood yeah. sign. It's like, yeah, it's and the actors are brilliant. Fantastic and- show. But yeah. at the time, I'd never seen it. I'd heard of it, but I was sick of hearing it. Because if it was a show that happened a few years ago, you wouldn't see it. They didn't, you know, they didn't show it. You could, there was no YouTube. There was no fucking million channels. Yeah. Where you can, right? So I'd heard about it, but I was sick of hearing about it. I was like, I don't give a fuck about that. Nothing's as good as Animal mm. Quackers. What I would say, Banana Splits has a brilliant theme tune, which is still used, I believe, to this day by Chris Evans to introduce his radio show. He's always used it. Right. He's always used the Banana Splits theme. I can't remember how it goes now, but it's brilliant. I mean, it's like the ultimate. It's like the ultimate. Two bananas, three bananas, four. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Chris Evans always uses that on his radio show because... Chris Evans, he knows what he's doing, right? He's he's a genius he knows what's broadcaster. Good. He knows what works. He knows what fucking works, yeah. and you, that works. There's no better fucking theme tune than that. It gets you in the mood, doesn't it? But having I said that, I remember there was a, there was a punk group called the Dickies who released a cover version, of uh, a punk yeah, cover that, version. That was quite and you could popular, get it on yellow it? vinal. It got in the charts. Yeah, I I, I tell you what, mm. as well, was it the band Splodgeness of Bounds? Who, who was it who did a theme tune? Who did, who did Hawaii Five-0? Don't know. It might have been Sponge Nessa Bounds, yeah. I can't remember. With a really bad track. They did like a shit version of the Hawaii Five-0 theme tune. Yeah. With a badly paid track. I could Google trumpet. it. Yeah, it's very funny. Um, yeah, so that's it, really. I mean, that, that it was a, since we've, since you've been gone, the Animal Crackers sort of saga ended up looming large over me and my family and my kids and my kids have become obsessed with it but we did watch a few episodes and I would encourage you to do it because although in the end I've admitted now through the eyes of a very sophisticated 48 year old right which is what I am I can admit that objectively Banana Splits was a superior show but for me 
animal crackers there's something so charming about it and i would suggest you watch it and the theme tune is amazing i just think that's such a great opening line for a kid's show for a little kid and they go do you believe in rock and roll and i'm sitting there thinking yeah i fucking do i do now you cunts yeah count me in i'm on your fucking spaceship yeah you'll be a mad bastard huge faced lying cunt with, with your fucking yeah. immovable mouth that you're fucking somehow singing a Beatles go. And how did you fucking know? That's where the budget went. How much it cost to clear the rights to do Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds? Yeah, exactly. That's why they had to go Here's cheap the thing, on the though, costumes. I, I, I haven't got any recollection whatsoever of Animal Crackers. Yeah, it was out. I've just looked. It was out between 1975 and 1978, and I guess it had been repeated. Rebe- I probably when you were maybe yeah, when I was older. like four or five. I can't remember it. Maybe, maybe Tyne Tees didn't take it. Maybe Tiny Tees sh- didn't uh, pick it up. No, no, hang on. No, we're not having that on. That's no. just silly. It's silly and it also no. that that, could that be lion, corrupting. That's frightening. It, that's going to no, scare we'll the not, We'll not have any of that. No, no thanks. Thanks, but no thanks. Cause that, we'll stick cause with Mary Mungo and Midge. Yeah. We didn't get Tiz Was in Tiny Tees until its final series in 1981 or 82. Uh, uh, and it turned The rest weird, of the country then. had Tiz Was... Tiny teased were like, no, that's too madcap. Oh, I wanted There's to There's far talk- too much mess going on with all that flan and gunk and gunge and what have you. And it's you a got- bad example of the youth of the North East. Yeah, yeah, you got your man doing his Trevor McDonald impressions. I don't like that much either because it's a bit disturbing. No. Um, have you heard about what Chris? Have you heard no. about Chris Tarrant's having trouble with his neighbours talking to Tiswas? No, I haven't. What's, what's the problem? He's um. Uh, it's one of those ones where the headline is really... Yeah, I nearly texted you it, actually. I did feel it like slight... <laughs> when I first saw it, which I think was in the middle of the night, and I couldn't sleep, I thought to myself, this could be emergency pod material, this. Yeah, right? middle of the night pod. We might, I might have to actually wake Andy up. I, I, wouldn't, I haven't <laughs> done that before, but the time may come where I have to actually... Mm. Oh, yeah, definitely. ...wake you yeah. up if, if a story of enough importance breaks... Fuck, where is it? I'm going to have to Google it. I'm going to have to Google it. Right. We'd have to head to our local Asda's and, and take the temperature of the nation again. Yeah. With our... Uh, I'll have a look so I find it as well. So refer yeah, it's to a it. cracking headline. Like, it's the headline when you see it um, that really gets you. Yeah. Does it explain the whole thing? Does The it? Telegraph headline. It's in every newspaper, but the Telegraph headline is where I saw it first. It says, Chris Tarrant's plea to sunbathe in peace ignored by council (laughs) (laughs) excellent it was like really prominent on the daily telegraph fucking news like website chris tarrant's plea can i please sunbathe in peace right and if you're watching on youtube there's his face we've been told that he can't sunbathe in peace chris tarrant has lashed out at his local council (laughs) after his desire to sunbathe in peace was, quote marks, ignored in a planning row. Uh, he's fucking hell. He's absolutely livid about it, mate. Um, he, uh, oh, fuck, I've got a login for Telegraph. Oh, fucking hell. Yeah, well, yeah, well basically let's, what let's, it is... Let's, let's not worry about there, too there, much. There, there, there's, a few, there's a few funny quotes in there, right? But basically, he's like... the, the My favourite detail is that he is the head of the uh, Tenants Association where he lives. Right. Which I, I just think yeah. is funny. 
because like imagine if it, I don't know if he's in a shared block or what what the deal is right but I yeah. have been in one of those associations in the past like uh, leaseholders association you know and uh, you all have to get together it's really awkward and you all have to decide are we going to all chip in to get that fucking hallway painted or something like that right and uh, but I like it that Chris Ta- and the person who volunteers to be the leader is usually quite a weird mm. Lampard figure. Yeah. Very often they might yeah. be retired. Well, I was going to say, or... was he elected, do you think, or has he volunteered for the job? I reckon you know. Was he elected rare... on his popularity? Usually you just, no, you, you rarely get more than one person who wants to do it. So it, I think formally you have to be elected, yeah. but whoever volunteers gets the job straight away. But I think it's yeah. funny that he's yeah. gone and volunteered, right? He's like, yeah, I'll do it. He's not uh, He's not on the telly as much as he was these days, so maybe he's no, using he's, this he's, as an he's excuse semi-retired. He's, to he's fill his time in. He's, he's, he's minted beyond belief because he's got a share yeah. in who wants to be a millionaire. Yeah. So now he yeah. just picks and chooses what he does. And he, he specifically said, he said, I, um, the thing is, this new building is going to overlook our garden. It's in the middle of London as well, by the way. It's like in Marylebone, yeah. right? Right in the centre of London, which surprised me. I thought I had him down as a sort of home counties kind of a guy, right, in a big mansion. But no, he lives in the middle of town. He's in the middle of the big city. Yeah, and mm. he goes, me and my wife, he's got a Scandinavian wife, if I remember rightly, and he goes... We, Ingrid, isn't she called? Yeah, I think it's Ingrid. And he goes, like, we've got this little sun trap spot out the back of our house that we like to sunbathe in. But if they complete this new um, building, it's we're going to lack the privacy to do it. And you're thinking, what privacy? For a start, we only get sunbathing weather a few days a year. And secondly, what what exactly do you need? But he said, mm. we would like to wear our swimsuits. He said it. He's right. come out and said it. Yeah. But I would say uh, why she's, can't she's Scandinavian. So my suspicion... Actually, Ingrid's, Ingrid's his former wife. They were divorced in 2007. His current partner is called Jane Bird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Me and Jane Bird, we want... We, we want, want to put fucking... on our swimming cussies and get out there, let it all hang out. With we can't impunity. do that with some fucker fucking leering out the window at us. I'm very yeah. I'm very conscious of my body. I'm not one of these guys who's happy to strut about on peacock. I'm quite insecure. I've got a couple of man yeah. tits that I'm very insecure about. I don't like sharing them about for everyone to all that. Paparazzi getting a look at them. Yeah. Fuck Splashing that. them everywhere. <laughs> yeah. You got fucking strangers all over the internet masturbating over Chris Tarrant's titties. I don't like it. <laughs> I've got a fuck it that reminds me I can't tell it because it's not my story to tell and I won't remember the detail but what I, I will tell you the headline is that I've got a great yep. story about Paul Danan going to a charity really? Paul Danan told me this himself so he won't mind he goes to a charity auction this is years ago gets pissed right and b- bids to show off because there's other celebrities there starts bidding pissed for a tennis day with Chris and Ingrid Tarrant, right? <laughs> Plus, like a, pro- a professional, right? And Chris Tarrant is yeah. the is the auctioneer because it's him and Ingrid. It's their charity event that they do for celebrities and rich people every year. And Paul Danan's trying to show off, and he's pissed up, so he starts bidding against some rich fucker, right? 
and he won't stop bidding. And in the end, he buys it for like 50 grand, right? 50 grand that he hasn't got. Fucking hell. And he spends the next six months dodging calls from Chris and Ingrid Tarrant. <laughs> and he keeps getting his call. Hi, uh, it's, uh, I can't do Chris Tarrant. Oh, it's uh, Chris Tarrant here. Uh, Paul, just wondering uh, if you're going to, uh, still haven't received the money that you uh, kindly donated for the tennis day. Plus, we do need to arrange the dates as well. Ingrid and I have got our rackets ready. <laughs> yeah. We're, We're ready to go whenever you are. Naked. Uh, and yeah. I believe. Or at least there's swimsuits. I said I wouldn't tell this story, but I sort of have. But his version's much funnier than mine because yeah. he's got so much detail. I can't. I think it was resolved that in the end, Chris, Chris Tarrant just sort of went, fuck it, I'll just buy it. So he sort of effectively bought right. a tennis day with himself or with his yeah. wife. And, did, and Danan was disinvited from it. Yeah, I think in the end, like, Danan had to, like, he had to, what do you call it? He had to fall at the feet of Chris Tarrant. <laughs> and just go, look, I was completely, I was pissed. I, I don't even remember. I mean, I'm not yeah. saying you're lying, but, I mean, I don't think that you would make it up. And it sounds like the sort of thing I would do. But put it this way, I can't fucking remember doing it, and I ain't got the money. And I would love to play tennis with you, but what can I tell you? And I'm just, but, I know it's for a good cause. Uh, I, I understand if that's out of the question now, Chris. That, that's something I'm going to have to live with. But <laughs> That's exactly what it was like. Yeah, so that's, uh, that's Chris Tarrant. And I, but there was a reason. Oh, yeah, you said about that, didn't you? You said about that. Yeah, I can't remember. Uh, we were talking about animal crackers, and um, I don't know. Hey, we just need to wrap it up now because this yeah. is this is the first YouTube thing, and anything could go wrong with the, the technology. Yeah, that's true. It's going to be ruined. So uh, let's just call it call it uh, call it a draw. Wait, though, no, because we won't have time to talk about this later. Just quickly, I, I, I won't interrupt. Right. I promise. But. I didn't see all the football at the weekend, but I have watched a clip of Roy Hodgson losing his shit with that Sheffield United player. <laughs> yes. Uh, me, and, me and Lenny watched that together 20 times this morning. Yes. Incredible. Once you start watching it, you can't stop incredible. watching it, can you? Yeah. The, the look yeah, on his face. It's, the, it's the, the venom. The venom in his face. Yeah. For an old man. Like, he's ready to fucking yeah. murder him. And and he could as well. Well, because, the, the lad hit him. Well, he saw. The, the lad hit him. He pushed him in his tummy. I, I rewatched it a lot of well, times. And is... I, at first, I thought he'd gone for his balls, but he saw he sort of pushed his his hand into his tummy. It was a tummy. Yeah. Push. Well, Roy said, Roy mentioned it in the interview afterwards. And he said, uh, "He hit me with my left hook." <laughs> no, in, he the, in the guts. <laughs> in the guts. He did. He did. I'm watching the day. Yeah. He, oh, he referenced God. it. He fucking gets grumpier the older he gets. He reminds me of one of those old oh, cats. Oh, he's amazing. One of those old cats who gets grumpy as they get older and starts, like, lashing out all the time. Yeah, it's good. It's good. I'm glad he's back in football. Hmm. Um, all right, that's it. Then we'll, we'll call it a day and we'll uh, be back throughout the week with IFS new stuff. And we're going to do two of these YouTube video things a month. That's our contractual obligation. <laughs> um, so watch them, don't watch them, whatever. Thanks for listening and watching. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.